Hey guys, welcome back to another Trucking Made Successful podcast where we try to make sense of this beautiful trucking industry and the freight market of ours, especially in times like these that make all of us go a little cuckoo bananas. I hope you guys are having a manageable week, keeping your fingers crossed for a brighter future and kicking some butt in rate negotiations. So again, we are at the end of the week, which is insane. And it seems like every week passes by faster and faster, but that means that we will be looking at the freight market and predicting better markets. So let's take a look at what happened with capacity last week, what's going on in the general freight market with volumes and rejections, how diesel prices are behaving or actually not behaving themselves and how it all has an effect on flatbeds, reefers, and dry vans. Now, before we actually start, a quick reminder that I do have a YouTube channel under the same name, Trucking Made Successful, where you can actually see the charts and graphs I am talking about. So if you're more of a visual learner like I am, you know where to find all this info. So starting with capacity, how many carriers, trucking companies with their own MC and DOT numbers left and came into this industry last week? Well, we had 522 carriers who voluntarily gave up their authority to operate, which is pretty on par with what we have been seeing since around the end of May 2023. 1,350 carriers had their authorities involuntarily revoked. This is when the FMCSA takes away the authority. By the way, this is the lowest amount of involuntary revocations since April of 2023. And in total, we lost 1,872 carriers last week. Now, we also had 491 reinstatements and 1,044 new carriers enter the industry last week for a total of 1,535 carriers gained. So net, we lost 337 carriers last week, two less than the week before. So nothing crazy, but we are continuing to see a negative net change in carrier population week over week, which is not a bad thing, as bad as it sounds. So now onto the general freight market. Well, here we have decent news, more or less. Volumes are continuing to remain elevated, and so are tender rejections in relation to prior months. Although, over the past day, we have seen a significant drop in tender rejections that kind of screwed up our week-over-week -week gains. Currently, 3.89% of the total freight is actually being rejected and ending up on the spot market. Nothing fantastic, of course, because this is a very small amount of freight, realistically. Now, if we compare week over week, volume saw another increase of 0.8% from last week, while rejections fell by 1.77% week over week, and this is due to the drop in rejections over the past day. Now, last week, we saw a nice little jump in rejections, if you remember, which did end up translating to the spot market. We actually saw an increase in load posts of 2.1% according to DAT analytics, but we also saw an increase in truck posts by 1.2%. This fall in rejections this week 
might translate into a lower amount of posted loads next week, which is of course something that none of us want to see. Now, if we look at the spot versus contract rates, we can see that contract carriers are actually getting paid 75 cents more than spot carriers. And that gap increased since last week. Unfortunately, that's not the best of news because if contract carriers continue getting significantly more per mile than spot carriers, they will not be likely to reject the freight for a better alternative. They still will be rejecting it due to a lack of capacity. And of course, if capacity continues leaving, we will see that effect. But currently there seems to be enough capacity to actually soak up most of the freight, sadly. All right, now on to diesel prices. Once again, no good news here because diesel prices, although they have slowed their upward momentum, they are still climbing. And currently we are at an average of $4.38 per gallon. Now, some see this as good news because they say that this increase in diesel prices provides enough of a fatal blow to run more capacity out of the industry and perhaps even discourage new carriers from coming in. My opinion, I will believe it when I see it, because so far those diesel prices are not having much of an effect. Now, on the other hand, and this is good news, we are finally seeing some decreases in diesel prices in certain markets within Illinois, North Carolina, Minnesota, Colorado, Iowa, Texas, Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, Florida, and so on. On the West Coast and in the Northeast, it's nothing but increases. Now onto some specific data. And as always, we're starting with flatbeds. Well, guys, in terms of spot load volumes, we are continuing to see a decrease week after week, and we definitely are not following that five year pattern. Sadly, flatbeds are simply lacking stability as of late with consistent downward pressure. And rate-wise on the spot market, we saw another decrease, although we are still following that five-year pattern, which is good. As of last week, flatbeds are paying on average around $2.30 to $2.35 per mile, but we should be at $2.40 according to the five-year average. It's not a disaster, but it's not great. Now, if we look at the DAT heat map for flatbeds, the Pacific Northwest is hot, hot, hot. There are way more loads than there are trucks there. And that area is actually growing, which is nice. Central California is also heating up, as is the South, which is amazing. For a while there, the South was kind of dissolving into a mediocre market, but this week it's heating up again, which is always a welcome sign. All right, let's chat about reefers. Spot loads increased from last week, which is exactly what they should have done according to that five-year pattern. Any following of the pattern actually gives me a ton of hope because it makes things more or less predictable. I don't do well in situations where I cannot predict and be prepared. Now, if we continue following that five-year pattern, we should see some more increases in spot volumes to come with peaks and valleys, of course, but in general, there should be an increase. And guess what? More good news for reefers. As of last week, we saw an increase in the average posted rate per mile, which drew the reefer closer to that five-year average. 
Now, as of last week, reefer loads were posted for an average of $2.47 or 48 cents per mile, whereas the five-year average shows us around $2.57 per mile or so. So here's hoping this upward trend continues for reefers as we continue getting deeper into peak season. All right, so what happened with the general freight market week over week for reefers? And reminder, we are talking about all reefer freight, not just spot freight. Well, this is the first time where we're seeing more increases than decreases when it comes to freight volume. The Washington state area, Northern and Southern California, Nogales, Arizona, Nebraska, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Ohio, upstate New York, South Carolina, Virginia, and even Miami, Florida, all saw volume increases week over week. Now, Arkansas, Tennessee, Iowa, South Carolina, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, and Virginia saw decreases in volumes week over week. Sadly, though, the situation with rejections for reefers week over week is not as exciting. Yeah, we saw increases in Idaho, small increases in the Pendleton, Oregon area, North Dakota, Lincoln, Nebraska, Minnesota, upstate New York, and North Carolina, but everywhere else, there was either a decrease or no change at all. Now, on the spot market, it looks like Idaho, Pendleton, Oregon, Utah, Central California, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Omaha, Michigan, Maine, are all tight markets. For the most part, good markets are kind of spread out, but the good news is that the markets surrounding those hot markets are also heating up, whereas about a month ago we saw quote-unquote good markets surrounded by death. So there is some nice movement there. It's small, but it is there. So where will the relatively better areas for reefers be next week? And the way we determine this is by looking at the general freight market volume and rejections for reefers and finding areas with high volume and high rejection rates that will be reflected on the load boards in three to seven days from today. So Idaho, 18.4% rejection, decent volume. Pendleton, Oregon, which also includes the Grandview, Washington market, 18.86 rejection rates and some volume. Central California, now the rejection is only 8%, so less than 10%, but there is so much volume it makes up for it. Minneapolis, Minnesota is the winner here, 23.5% rejection. Iowa and Wisconsin have over 11% rejections. Omaha, Nebraska, 13.86% rejection. And Memphis, Tennessee, which was a hot market for a while there, unfortunately it's a dying market, but the rejection rates are still at 12.42%. All right, finally we have our dry vans, which have shown an incredible amount of stability in the past month, relatively speaking. Volumes on the spot market stayed the same as last week, absolutely no change. Now, spot rates for dry vans unfortunately saw a very small decrease to around $1.89 per mile, whereas we should be around $2.18 to $2.20 per mile, according to that five-year average. 
If we follow that average pattern, we should see an increase in the spot rates in the next month, followed by a decrease, then stability through around November 5th. And then from November 5th until the end of the year, we should see, hopefully, another increase in the average posted rate for dry vans. Now, the general freight market, starting with volume, shows us that the West Coast consists mostly of volume decreases or no change, except for the San Francisco area, as well as the Reno, Nevada area, where there were volume increases. Houston, Oklahoma, Colorado, Lincoln, Nebraska, Michigan, Alabama, and then parts of Illinois, Iowa, West Virginia, and Virginia saw volume increases. Now, there were some significant decreases in volumes as well, and those happened in Oregon, Phoenix, Arizona, South Dakota, Dallas, Indiana, Mississippi, and parts of Georgia. In terms of van rejections, there were increases in Colorado, all of Nebraska, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Missouri, Arkansas, Ohio, West Virginia, and the Northeast. Also a few increases in Idaho and Oregon, as well as the Dallas, Texas area and Oklahoma. Now significant decreases in rejections occurred in all of New Mexico, as well as Virginia. Now, if we take a look at the heat map by the DAT load board or the DAT market map, the situation on the West Coast is definitely less than ideal with the exception of Southern California for dry vans. Although I do have to say it did improve since last week, particularly in Central California, Oregon, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada. But for the most part, just like last week, the loads kind of migrated to the east. Dallas became a hotter market since last week, although it is surrounded by bad markets. So people are going to be deadheading from those bad markets and kind of diluting that load to truck ratio in Dallas. And then we have Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey, Indiana, Memphis, Tennessee, Georgia, and portions of South Carolina, which are hot. So where do you have to go with a dry van to grab those relatively better opportunities next week? And again, we're looking at the general freight market volumes and rejections for dry vans. So Southern California, 6.09% rejection, but there is a ton of volume there, right? Which makes up for it. Green Bay, Wisconsin, 16.01% rejection, some volume. St. Louis, Missouri, 7.66% rejection, some volume. Midwest in general is from 7 to 11% rejection, and they're not all areas have volume, but there are some areas that do have volume. You won't have to deadhead much if you get stuck in a worse market. And then we have Buffalo, New York, 7.06% rejection and some volume. So that's it. There is some movement happening, but so far it's honestly, it's so slight, it's almost unnoticeable. I'm hoping that the reefer situation continues improving week over week and that the flatbed situation stabilizes. Of course, I hope that the dry van also improves week over week, but the reality is, is that reefers are more likely to see some increases in volume. Dry vans are likely to see increases in rates and volume as well. 
but the flatbed, it's just all over the place. We need that to stabilize. Will peak season propel this market into the stratosphere? I highly doubt it, but I think that have a small yet positive effect on the general situation. Yes, diesel prices are still raining on any small win we experience, but what can we do, right? At this point, I can only recommend patience, taking it one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. Now, I want to remind all of you to continue saying no to cheap freight because that will definitely help the market situation regardless of volumes or capacity. Wishing you all a fantastic weekend, safe travels if you are on the road, and I will catch you in the next podcast.